Support for Old Kentucky Tales comes from the Jackson Purchase Historical Society, whose mission is to promote the interest, study, and preservation of Western Kentucky's history. Partnering with regional organizations to host events and programs, the Jackson Purchase Historical Society welcomes historians from the professional to the amateur to become a member. There are links to historical videos, biographies, archives, and more about becoming a member online at jacksonpurchasehistory.org. Under the leadership of that haughty woodsman, Daniel Boone, a large party set out for the new land, Kentucky. Girls tell to be pretty like me. I'm Colonel Harold Sanders, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken. Have I told you you people are crazy? This is Old Kentucky Tales, the only podcast that solemnly swears that we have never hypnotized anyone using a long-distance telephone line. Today's title is The Hypnotist with the Hidden Agenda. I am your host, Brent Taylor. To my left is the man who keeps mentally fit by adhering to a strict regimen of sarcasm, Jason Donner. Um, I, is that it? That's that's how you'd sum it up. So, <laughs> that's kind of my role to play. I, I'm deep. I'm deep down sincere. Deeply sarcastic. Sometimes that looks like off the opposite. I like the hypnotist thing. That sounds great. Everybody loves hypnotism. <laughs> it it's real the hypnotized. To, yeah. If you're if you are among the hypnotized, you probably don't like it. Well, you don't know it. <laughs> right, you true. wouldn't know. <laughs> In this episode of All Kentucky Tales, our main event will examine Stanley Hart, a sketchy showman who was selling more than a night's entertainment. And along the way, don't forget to support the fake history sponsors who support All Kentucky Tales. The products are real, only the sponsorship is fake. We need to build a saw, and it has to be built quickly. Trump foot power scroll saws, centennial medal awarded. Today, I'm very proud of myself. These machines warranted in every respect. Believe me. Look, at a certain point, you gotta make deals. For circular and illustrated list of designs. We worked on that one. Some <laughs> editing. Yeah, you can I think hear all like... of the turkey. Yeah, audio. yeah. <laughs> well, no, I don't think. Did you edit sentences? <laughs> that, that's, um, a, that's a real thing. I read that on his blog, his yeah. new blog. Yeah. You got to do something to pass the time. Well, right. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, maybe he'll tweet this podcast out. Oh, no, it's too late for that. <laughs> I suppose it was, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. He'll be getting a letter from his lawyers. Um, I know. Maybe we shouldn't talk about any of it. Maybe we should talk about all of it. I mean, I'll tell you just I, the thing that came to mind for me was Trump. It's Trump so brothers, I, right? So that the name just has such uh, oh, it's a perfect-catching yeah. thing, right? Trump. It's like it's almost like a they made it up. It's such a perfect name for someone uh, to overpower the situation. Yeah, and it was just kind of like, well, Trump. what if what if that Trump was this Trump, right? It was kind of the oh, that the like whole thing uh, his, behind it, right? his ancestors made. Uh, um, I don't believe these are saws. his ancestors. Uh, his ancestors came from Germany about okay. well, three know. generations back. Um, that's a German. That's that not German be, last name. They they like Americanized it when they came over. They maybe. may have done something just, like I don't that. Know. Maybe, um, but but yeah, Germany was the like thing. everybody. Yeah, unhappy. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. They just they would be pumping along with their foot, make the blade go up and down. A lot <laughs> right. of things like that back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had man power. powered everything. Yeah. Uh, butter churners, I saw that one time. With their foot? Yeah. 
Yeah. You just sit there and just let it uh-huh. let it go. <laughs> just get, get your fiddle going. <laughs> Start tapping to the beat. <laughs> yeah, this next. is sad because this is the, the last episode of season eight. And uh, we promised ourselves that after eight seasons we would quit. So this is actually our very last episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now you're now you're just doing the whole uh, <laughs> Ross. No, 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 no. This is the very last episode ever. Oh, he's, 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 la- he's of, just laying clues. I mean, this yeah, is those it. are the clues. Aren't they? <laughs> right, right. Here's he, a clue. He, he, he listen to the where did he seasons. go? He, I don't hear his he's, voice. He's had he, enough, especially after episode nine and <laughs> the things that were going on in episode there. Nine. Yeah, Kelly was good, but she left her memorabilia. I don't know if she had a good time or not. <laughs> well, it's difficult when you have to acknowledge the corn. Oh, yeah, the corn. Yeah, we don't do enough of those callbacks. <laughs> Makes it feel like, um, I don't know, you're a fan. We need to invest more in our, our fan. No, we don't. It's over. This is the last episode ever. Of the season. Don't even look at your phone in a few months. <laughs> oh, I get it. This is reverse psychology. Yes. Well played, sir. That's just well a dream. Played. If it says another new episode, then you just imagine that. <laughs> now for the moment we've all been waiting for. The main event. So this guy's going to blow into town, Jason. Stanley Hart, the Laugh King, the Merry Monarch of Mirth and Mystery. He's coming to a venue near you. <laughs> okay. Right? This is a comedian? He well, is said a hypnotism, hypnotist. But then he's, and he uses doesn't it mention in a, that. Yeah, and he uses it in a funny way. Three Jolly Nights. <laughs> right. What, so this what year is, are we in? Yeah. This is around turn of the century kind of stuff. Okay. Back People when he go was see operating. These big theatrical shows of magic or right. you know, these characters. It was all about the stage. Yeah, and they just, I mean sometimes they bring in dance companies like or whatever. Acts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and this guy's a hypnotist. Burlesque. So it says here. It's going to um, be funny. That's all I can say. <laughs> Stanley Wardhart, who is so popular <laughs> with the theater goers here, he will be seen at the Holland's Opera House, that's Hopkinsville, in a series of three performances <laughs> commencing Thursday. Oh, we're in night. Kentucky for this? <laughs> I don't know. Imagine that, right? I don't know. Old Kentucky Tales. Come yeah, on. I guess. He actually has been around the country a little bit with this one. Uh, he's for sure been in North Carolina. And so now he's bringing the show into <laughs> okay. Kentucky. So wow. he goes around, he stops at every town, stays a few nights, yeah. and then he blows back out of town again. That's the kind of lifestyle Why that, that he's blow leading back this. Out of Why can't he just <laughs> That's do what his hypnotists act, do. get his money? <laughs> Why do you make it sound like he did something wrong? Well, he's a performer. I'll let you be the judge of okay. that. He's a charlatan. Right? The whole town was... <laughs> Well, you know what? That brings I'm up an interesting gonna, question. I don't want to step on any future is, jokes of yours. Is hypnotism real? No. <laughs> it's not. Todd. But that's a real interesting thing to imagine. Todd. Oh, Todd. Todd, 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 Todd. Yeah, I'm going to come down on the side of, uh, of it's uh, not real. Uh, oh. <laughs> Jason was hoping you would say that it was real. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's no. This is just silly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but prove me wrong. I would so, love that. I mean, I, I don't know that I'm trying to prove you wrong, but that will bring up some interesting questions later, I suppose. Right. But it's stupid, though. <laughs> this is one of those things that's just on TV. I don't think that's, 
I don't think that's allowed as a critical response. You just can't say it's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> I can't say hypnotism is stupid. Well, you can, but. Uh, what about the, the Zodiac? Not the Zodiac. I don't want to piss off the Zodiac. <laughs> oh, you're talking <laughs> what am about I thinking like of? reading the future and palm reading oh, and all that yeah, stuff? Oh, yeah, all that. Psychics. It's the, uh, okay. The horoscope, that's yeah, it, from yeah, the yeah, stars. Yeah, man, yeah, it's all made up. I guess it's all kind of in it's there. It's not true, none yeah. of it. Yeah. But I, I like this. Okay. Dr. Hart's performances are always interesting, mystifying, and extremely laughable. And we are always <laughs> glad to welcome him. Mm-hmm. Speaking of his work... People in Wilson, North Carolina say, it is safe to say that the Opera House never held a better pleased or more enthusiastic audience than the one last night, and that Hart the Laugh King is past master in the art of making the most staid and conservative citizens laugh till tears run from their eyes, was clearly demonstrated, <laughs> Yeah, and this is putting it mildly. That's putting it mildly. Wow, that's a lot of words. (laughs) Yeah, there's something about telling people something's going to be funny that ends up making it not funny at all. It's a fine line, and it's building up. Yeah, you don't want to introduce someone, and now the funniest man, funniest man I know. You'll never laugh harder, and like that's hard. Like then the expectations are beyond belief. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's the kiss of death. Kiss of death. It almost needs to be like this guy's horrible, but. You watch him fail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The stage was filled with gentlemen who were anxious to give Dr. Hart a trial. Tears (laughs) bursting from their eyeballs with laughter. He succeeded in hypnotizing nearly all that went up. Yeah. And (laughs) you're not buying it. He did. (laughs) No. And having so many good subjects to work with, he was able to completely eclipse the first night's performance. In rapid succession, the subjects were put through scene after scene, each one more ludicrous than its predecessor, while the large audience (laughs) – This is improv. (laughs) – were convulsed with laughter from the rise of the curtain on the first scene to its fall on the last. Yeah. They dreamed they were deaf and dumb, telling a funny story on their fingers to the audience. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's uh that's you know what? 19th century humor right yeah uh they were picking up bushels of silver dollars flirting with pretty girls had rats up their coat sleeves and trousers <laughs> wow this is improv class <laughs> and a hundred other ridiculous things you got you got to rats uh up your trousers go <laughs> You're a dentist on the Eiffel Tower. Go. That's what he's doing. But it's like people are playing along, I guess. So supposedly he's hypnotizing these people into believing and acting this out. Right? Yeah, that's the the whole thing. So let's just say for, for the moment that people are just playing along because that's what you do in the moment. Yeah, because you don't want to be like you not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. So if you got up there and they say, do this, then he, they, you play along. You don't give it away. Right, but this is saying like it calls upon people to really like stick to that. That's hard to do, even for an ordinary person just to go up on stage and start acting. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, uh, this is interesting stuff. No better testimonial of the merits of this attraction can be offered than the following clipping from the Raleigh Post: Hart the Laugh King entertained a large and enthusiastic audience at the Academy of Music last night. He had 15 subjects on the stage, and they were made to do all sorts of ridiculous things. They fought imaginary mosquitoes, walked tightropes, 
Road chairs for horses. <laughs> That's a great one, right? Yeah. Sang songs, did a cakewalk, and in short, the audience laughed until tears ran down their eyes. The subjects were made to dream they were crapshooters and raided by the police. Right. <laughs> That's a fun one, too. <laughs> one in his efforts to escape from the guardians of the law rushed from the stage to the auditorium and hid between the rows of seats. <laughs> I think they're pumping in that nitrous. <laughs> that guy was really playing along, right? Yeah, they're really playing along. If that guy's not along, hypnotized, he was way into it. It's starting to feel a bit more like plants in the audience, too, you know? Well, that's the you thing. Got, you can have some plants. You can have some plants, but maybe the plants get everybody else involved. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that y- gives them yeah. license to act out. Because one of the features of this is they always mention specific people from around town who um, did this got or that, up right? There. Yeah. yeah. Well, it makes you want to go down there and see old Bob, <laughs> the, <laughs> the barber, uh, act uh, ridiculous. <laughs> they, uh, they played a show in Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. And so we had some big name people attend that one. Is it really? It's just all hypnotism. Yeah, that's all he does. So he gets up there and says, "You're going to believe this," and then they act it out, and we all laugh. Yeah, and then there's a few more things that are kind of a little more magical, like okay. seem more like a magic act. Upon the recommendation of manager Thomas Hiffman from the Capitol Opera House at Frankfurt and the solicitation of one of our citizens who saw their performances in Shelbyville a few weeks ago, manager Harland has booked (laughs) Hart the Laugh King to appear for a week in his theater and in their remarkable hypnotic performances. This company created a veritable sensation in our capital city last week where they broke all records for big business. Their performances are said to be entirely different from anything of its kind ever seen here before, (laughs) all experiments being given with the assistance of local people whose reputation for integrity is above reproach. Exactly. Mm. So the mayor couldn't be faking this. Right. Got to be real. That's what they're trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I am dubious. I am dubious. (laughs) In the past... Two weeks, the Hart Company is said to have hypnotized over 400 of the leading people of this state, among them Congressman Gigi Gilbert and his daughter. (laughs) Gigi. (laughs) Gigi Gilbert. And Miss Christine Bradley, the daughter of Governor Bradley at Frankfurt. Oh, well then. This is what's wrong with... with Politics now. Well, they just go along with everything. Somebody got hypnotized at the turn of the century, and here we are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then we can trace it back to this. Exactly. (laughs) Did they have tears in their eyes with laughter? Their eyes were bursting. Yeah. (laughs) It was painful. So here's uh, some more of these antics. Hart the Laugh King closed his week's engagement Saturday night with perhaps the best performance of the week. The engagement here was very successful, with Mr. Hart leaving town with not less than $500 in clear profits. Yeah, don't put that in the newspaper. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Reminding will, you about the money I'll and whatever. gallop behind you and take it. Plus, that time, you like to put about two zeros at the end of that to adjust it for inflation. Yeah, that's, yeah. So you're talking 50,000 bucks, mm-hmm. one town, and then yeah. he moves over to the next town and gets 50,000 bucks. Yeah. And then the you next can't town, 50,000 bucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, even on a train. 
He was so well pleased that he announced that he would return, quote, in the near future, end yeah, quote. Sure. <laughs> in his time machine. <laughs> Saturday afternoon, the ladies were subjects hypnotized on the stage. Sixteen ladies, some of them society leaders, yes. went upon the stage, and all but two were hypnotized. Mm. So apparently a couple of them didn't want to play along. Just couldn't do it. <laughs> Just couldn't make themselves. Half a dozen were especially responsive subjects, and they were put to sleep and made to chase butterflies, gather flowers, wind yarn, etc. Five of them danced a skirt dance, gracefully and in time to the music of the piano, played by Mrs. Ben Boyd, okay. the opera house pianist. Right, which you would do, hypnotized or not. <laughs> What's that? That's not a big deal. After the ladies left the stage, a class of small children took their places. Oh, yeah, they don't play along with anything. Nearly all of these were easy subjects and were placed under hypnotic influence. Yeah, yeah I, I do it all day. <laughs> hey, guess what? We're we're dogs now. March outside. Chase a rabbit. Go eat I've a hypnotized you to eat, eat broccoli. A <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, that's where All they draw long. the line. <laughs> I just lay one of these on them, something like this, like, oh, did you see what mom got? And, you know, then they leave the room. They just leave the room every time. <laughs> did you see what you got? <laughs> Go find her. Anyway. Saturday night, the unusual feature Here's one of the more magical ones. Okay. Was the breaking of a 400-pound rock with a sledgehammer. <laughs> oh. Upon the rigid form of Mr. Gene. Mr. Gene. A resident of the city. Mr. Oh, a new resident of the city, you say? Yes, a You mean resident. a plant? Yes, a shill is what it's known <laughs> yeah, as. Yeah, shill, you're right. Business. Yeah. Yes. Are they putting resident of the city... To lend it credibility to like who this guy is. Oh, I thought you said a yeah. new resident of the no, city. No, it just says a resident. Oh, see, oh, that's I, even better. I, it's so know. generic. It's still like you've never heard of Mister Gene. <laughs> you've never seen him, right, Mister Green? But Gene? he is a resident because it's right here. That he is a shill. It's a plant, yeah, yeah, and it's sure. probably like he had a lot of paper mache boulder, probably a fake rock. It took six men to place the rock on the subject's uh, chest. What? St stretched between the backs of two chairs in a cataleptic state. All right. So he's going to break. He's The rock is on his chest. So, yeah. So he's on chairs, and right. then the rock is placed on his chest. 400-pound rock. Okay. Still styrofoam. Have yeah. styrofoam back then. Yeah, I don't care if you're hypnotized or not. That doesn't. It, that the physics just don't work out. Yeah, and he's so someone's going to hit him. Well, now, see, Todd, you're so loose that the rock won't hurt you. Now, if you were but, aware, you would oh, tense up, loose. and the rock would hurt you. Oh, I yeah. thought you were stretched between two chairs, though. Yeah, uh, he is. He is. Yeah. Well, you know, laws of physics still apply. <laughs> anyway, he's Mr. Gene. That's true. He's a resident. Has Mr. Gene been hypnotized to let them do this? Yes. Okay. The hammer was wielded by O.P. Lewis, the blacksmith, yes. and pieces of broken stone flew in every direction until the powerful strokes caused one of the chairs to begin to break down before the experiment was com completed by splitting the rock in two. Mr. Gene emerged from the ordeal unhurt and was restored to consciousness uh -huh. and walked smiling from the stage. Yeah, we've seen this a few times. So he's so. like a superhero now. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, you had a 400-pound rock on your chest. Right, right. He's almost invulnerable. <laughs> Here's one of the big tricks that he pulled in a lot of the towns. One of the features, and one that will doubtless create considerable interest here, will be the putting to sleep of Douglas Reese at uh, Monday night's performance for two days and three nights. For two days and, and three nights. At the close of the entertainment, the sleeping man will be removed to some prominent store and placed in the show window, where he will remain without food or water, watched by a committee of disinterested citizens until Wednesday night. <laughs> disinterested is right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they nailed that one. <laughs> They're getting paid $1 to do that. <laughs> During Hart's stay in this city, is he uh, th- is he asleep? Yes. So he's, he's going to be asleep for two days and three nights. They're going to put him in a store but people window are watching downtown to confirm that he's not actually awake. Right. Okay. So that's some good hypnotism. That's some good hypnotism, I guess. <laughs> not eating, not anything. He's just going to stand there. Yeah. Okay. During Hart's stay in this city. He will give a series of private demonstrations at clubs and private residences free of charge. See, this is where it's getting interesting. All he asks is a party of not less than 25 ladies and gentlemen. These parties have become immensely popular in all the cities visited by Hart. This is said to be the only hypnotic company that extends such an invitation. Isn't that interesting? Uh, okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do like a little private show yeah. for free at your place uh-huh. if you get twenty five people together. Right, and we got some luggage for mm. you to buy. <laughs> some Tupperware. <laughs> Although it's not called Tupperware, but Todd, I you don't know Tupperware. how correct you are. This is hypnotic Tupperware. What do you, well, well what do you, uh, I was gonna say Tupperware. what he's got. He's got timeshares to. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sounds like a timeshare. <laughs> Yeah. The entire medical and dental profession of the city has been invited to attend the opening performance Monday. <laughs> da, da, da. We're going to hold you down and fix those teeth. <laughs> What's going to happen? There's, yes, it's a sales so, pitch. So that's interesting, right? Yeah. Two subjects were placed in a state of anesthetism and hat pins thrust the, through their arm and cheek, showing the utility of hypnotism in minor, major, or dental surgery. There it is. Ah, so we're okay. wanting we're wanting to teach this stuff so. <laughs> to to the professions for big bucks on the side. Yeah. Doctor Hart is all right. A, <laughs> so Doctor Hart is going Dr. Hart to now. teach. The medical and dental people. Yes. How to do something. How to hypnotize you. Hypnotize you, you and, and when you go in for your next root canal. To help. To, all right. So he's proving all this. It's all a lot of fun. But now he's selling them on the, uh, the how to do this for your patients. Yes. All right. But <laughs> you said anesthetized. Does that mean literally, or just hypnotized? I believe hypnotized is okay. what they actually mean there. Yeah. All right. Because they're. They did stuff like that. It wasn't great back then, but mm-hmm. they did have some things to knock you out. Dr. Hart is a graduate of the New York Institute of Science, the leading college of <laughs> hypnotism in the world. <laughs> I don't know where you are. There's a picture of five dudes standing on somebody. 
Yeah, that's another one of those tricks. Uh, okay. Instead of a rock, they've got the five guys there. <laughs> 975 pounds worth of manhood. Uh-huh. Are, uh, are on this guy on the chairs. That, they don't even seem the least bit worried that that might all collapse. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. So Dr. Hart is a graduate of the New York Institute of Science, the leading college of hypnotism in the world, and each day between the hours of 10 and 12 treats free of charge such diseases as hypnotism is adapted to cure. And then the list? <laughs> all so, I mean, of it? Yeah, that's the thing, right? So is that where so he's he making the real money? That's the that's the sense I get from that. Right? He puts on the show. Yeah. But then I think the real money is I'm going to train the hospital staff. Mm-hmm. And they're going to pay me a speaker's fee or something on the right. side. Yeah, first you got to sell it. Or even just have people just do the show. People are going to hear about it. And then one by one, like they just come by and you hypnotize them for – all the money in the world that they have. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, the magical kinds of things were like they, they, they were believed. Like we weren't as sophisticated with our understanding of how you could be fooled. So seemingly people at that time, late 1800s, whatever, just even 1900s, they'd believe anything. You right. know, freak shows and everything. They thought it was all true. Uh, seances. We should have a seance in here. <laughs> right. Is it too late? This is the last episode. That's that what we'll Zoom do. meetings are. Zoom meetings are like modern day seances. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Are you there? Can, can you, you talk? Hear me? Can, yeah, you? can you hear me? Yeah. I can't see you. <laughs> I can't see. We can't see you. We can hear your voice. Speak to us. <laughs> can you imagine going into a procedure? And the doctor, instead of reaching for the gas, yeah. pulls out a pocket watch. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Well, and how? So, uh, you know, like the scientific method, and and you know, science is it's so data and fact based, fact based that I mean, you have hypnotism, which what can be concluded? Where's where's the proof? You know, you know, yeah, what, nothing. Though? It's yeah, it's Todd. It's, if we want to play devil's advocate uh, here for a second, sure. He went to the New York Institute of Science. Which So and that's good enough for me. Yeah, that's good enough for you, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Credit. People back then you just roll in with your wagon and you you said doctor whatever and that was enough to convince people right there. And yeah. He gave them the snake oil. Snake and oil. Everything was great. <laughs> yeah. Right. Here's my cure all. A little bit of hypnotism yeah, and snake and if oil. You are uh, completely, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. That they just like it was. They were susceptible to it because they just weren't smart. They didn't know the tricks. No, really, you know. Forty-eight ten, Albin Barkley Drive, care of Jason Donner. I'm taking down people from the 1880s. <laughs> there's, there's one left. Those families are very litigious. <laughs> How dare you offend absolutely everyone's relatives. Um, the great-great-grandson of, of Stanley estate, Hart is now estate yeah. of, suing us. Uh, no, he's good. He's, he did it. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I said people back then were more stupid. Yes, I did. So what? Um, right. They believed a lot of weird things, but this this was like fun to believe, too, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. You always get, always getting carried away with it. Yeah. And, 
or just even see it, right? I mean, maybe you're a skeptic, but you just go see it oh, anyway. Oh, too. It's one of the we haven't mentioned this uh, phenomenon, I guess. The uh, uh, what's it? You go to the um, get your fortune told. Yeah, the mind reader, the fortune teller, yeah, right. the psychics, the psychics, the psychics, the oracle yeah. at Delphi. used to be called a fortune teller. <laughs> they have the crystal ball, but now it's just psychics and like, tell me my future, tell me about. Um, you know, my career, what's going to happen in yeah, my personal life. Yeah, they're fun too, right? Like, yeah. I sense that it's just you have lost someone close to you. Yeah. Well, of course uh, you have. Yeah, at some point right? I did. That's true. <laughs> and you're just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I have lost somebody. Yeah, they're fun though. They're fun to watch, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, same thing. So I guess we're as stupid as they are. <laughs> Happy now. Um, I think the Lord of the Century will, will be at bay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pay a few bills while we're at it. This part of the program is brought to you by Jell-O ice cream powder. Human hands do not touch it. From the time the raw materials... It's just powder. Who cares? (laughs) From the time the raw materials reach our factory until they they are handled entirely by machinery, kept scrupulously clean, Uh no chance for Jell-O ice cream powder to become contaminated, it is strictly pure and wholesome. Our factory is as clean as your kitchen. Mm. Ice cream is easy to make. One quarter of milk, one package of Jell-O ice cream powder, milk, uh, mix, and freeze without cooking. Simple, isn't it? This makes two quarts of smooth, velvety ice cream, deliciously flavored in 10 minutes at the cost of one cent per plate. Flavors, chocolate, <laughs> vanilla, strawberry, lemon, and unflavored. <laughs> what? Unflavored ice cream. Line right up. I had to get all you can't get all wow. the flavor out of it. Well, so I don't know. I mean, like, what does it taste like I don't if it's think unflavored? It ceases just, to is be, it just sugar? Does it just taste like milk? Yeah. Yeah, milk and sugar. It's just, sweet. But that's milk. a flavor, milk. That's ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> cream. Um you know, at first I thought you meant jello jello. I didn't even catch this is ice cream. We don't do we have this now where we can I don't think mix so. up some powder into ice cream? I don't think that's, so. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. Maybe that's what they're concerned about because it's dairy. I didn't catch that at first. Yeah, big I don't old know. deal here though. Yeah, I tell you another thing to be on the lookout for that on this one. It's from 1908. Yeah, and two years previously is when we passed the food, the Food and Drug Act, oh, okay. and the Meat Inspection Act. Mm-hmm. So, so that was on everybody's point. mind. Was like, whoa, yeah. is that stuff clean coming right. out of that facility? Yeah. So they're making sure that you know that they do it cleanly. Well, and so do we have, I know we have ice boxes, but we don't have what would be known as a refrigerator at this point either. Uh, 1908, they have what are called refrigerators, but they're really more of an ice box, like right. you're saying. Right, right. Where it's just a box, and you right. put some ice in there, and, and it uh, kind of So the powder really it. does make sense. I mean, the powder, in a, in a way, is kind of revolutionary because it's going to have yeah. a longer shelf life, and yeah. you can just mix it as needed so that, you know, that's, that's yeah, a little forward thinking. Yeah, yeah. True, we right. do have powdered milk. I forgot yeah. about that. That's right. Why would anybody buy powdered milk? Camping? Um, babies. Planning on getting lost? Babies yeah. want yeah. powdered milk? Yeah, like powdered formula for and, yeah. and such. Oh, that, yeah, formula. Right. But uh, how that, does that's it whip into form. ice cream, I guess, is the question. How does it become? <laughs> well, you I mean, wouldn't want to whip that stuff into good. ice cream. Like I'll tell dusty, you, the smell of that. <laughs> no way. Chalky ice cream, kids, for Ooh. one cent. And that you get dessert that... costs me one cent. You eat it. 
you get that one little bite <laughs> where it's still powdery and, yeah. and it just kind of explodes there in your mouth. <laughs> mm, mm, I love the unflavored flavor. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite flavor? Unflavored. Good question. Yeah. Huh? Oh, you're at what? <clears throat> Are you asking me? Yeah, yeah. Um, chocolate. How can you go wrong with chocolate? I don't like anything else. Yeah. Vanilla's good. Sometimes, though. I like vanilla accented with chocolate things. Yeah, that's true. Like chocolate chips or those kinds of things. And I do like strawberry. Swirl, then. I hardly, yeah, swirl's Strawberry, good. yeah. I hardly ever ask for strawberry, but I do really like it. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you ask yeah. for it, Brent? I don't know. I always go for the vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Live a little. <laughs> go out there. Do you have strawberry? Just lay that on someone. <laughs> Uh, is that it? That's it. We the, have now uh, turned to I the final page. I can't believe that this is the final episode. Of the season. <laughs> no, uh, Old no. Kentucky Tales never fails to return. It says so right there. Yeah. We'll be you back. Can, we'll be better than this next time. We added in Todd this time. Yeah. And we'll evaluate With that. With success. Yes. I might add. Oh, well. We'll yeah. evaluate it. You can download even more episodes on iTunes or the NPR One app. It's automatic. Really nice. If you like what you hear, please leave a review or rate us. That is actually helpful for some reason. Yeah. If you did not like what you heard, then I guess you listened to episode nine. You weren't even about to try this one. Yeah. That was in the past if you heard it. Special thanks to WKMS, our producer, Todd Birdsong, the Paducah School of Art and Design, West Kentucky Community and Technical College, and the rest is history. <laughs>